Are you ready to go the distance? When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan? Right now, plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. This is Mark from Mark on Money, and today we are going to talk about what is the date of your retirement. If you are in your 50s or early 60s, it is fast approaching if you're not already there yet. We've added some to-do lists to help you prepare for your life called retirement. And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money, with your host, Mark Gills. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in to Mark on Money. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Gales. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great time already. We were just talking, Mark, uh, celebrities and their uh, their mess-ups, their money mess-ups. And, boy, there's a bunch of them, too, huh? Yeah, but they're common. I mean, we just hear about these because, of course, they're celebrities. Of course. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, it... So we're just going to, I like this, a cautionary tale. And that's that's what some of these things are. Uh, football season is here. So let's, uh, we start with Steve McNair, um, the former NFL quarterback, uh, Steve Air McNair, played 13 seasons with the NFL. And the guy can run. Unfortunately, tragically killed back in 2009. He was only 38. But the problem is he had an estate valued at almost 20 million bucks. And it was all not taken care of. Yeah, he didn't have a will or directives. Um, and, yeah, his his widow had to appeal the court, right, for right. access to her late husband's money to support herself and her children. Um, I mean, can you imagine? You just don't have access to any funds because... He is is just all not set up properly. Sure, exactly. Yeah, because of the complexities, it it wound up costing tens of thousands of dollars, and it took took five years to settle Holy his estate. Cow. So, yeah. have you run into stuff like that, Mark? I have, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, usually, it's not, you know, of our clients we currently have is usually somebody that comes to us or somebody says, well, hey, we're going through this or, 
you know, hey, you know, we need some help over here because there is no plan or you hear about it from the attorney. I mean, they, all the attorneys have lots of stories. Of course, you know, they're, they the do. Best, they're the best people to corner in a at a party because they always have good stories to tell. <laughs> and so I know that you go over legacy planning with your clients and, and that is part of your overall process, isn't it? It is, you know, and it's even for us, though, um, we're, we're typical in that it's not the first thing we do. Um, usually it's the last thing that gets done. And, and the reason for that is um, you've got to get organized first. And so part of our process is simply organizing everything so that you can know what you have, know what the financial plan is, and then you can prepare the estate plan and the legacy plan after that. Um, but the estate plan and legacy plan in some cases is the most complicated and does take the longest. I always say the money is the easy part. You know, what to do with it is the hard part. And because there's there's many different choices and it's not a one size fits all. It's not black and white. It's difficult decisions and it just takes time. I always tell people, you know, if you're going to do an estate plan, some people can do it in a relatively really short period of time a month, you know, or a couple months. Sure. But, you know, in reality, what I've seen from my experience is from the start of talking about getting the estate plan completed to actually getting it done and having the documents drafted and implemented and everything is a six to 12 month process. Oh, wow. Okay. So... Um, because there's a lot of things to think about, uh, and you know you want to take your time, because you don't want to do it again. You know this is the, you know you you can, you know alter and amend it, but the basic structure, you know you want to put in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So yeah, so that's what we do. Well, and again, that's the folks. If you'd like to reach out, just to visit the website. It's efs the number four the letter u dot com. You can reach Mark right there, or you can give us a call at seven one two 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 four four six five one. And uh, so we're talking about celebrities and their money problems, and this one goes back a long time. Uh, but it's Billy Joel. Well, he didn't really have to do that either. I mean, you know the story, probably, uh, Mark, and that. Uh, Billy, at the uh, young age of, uh, you know, early in his career, he decided it would be a good idea to trust his brother-in-law with all of his money. And um, that, that didn't work out so well. Right. <laughs> what yeah, do you think took about... over $30 million from him, I yeah, guess. Yeah, huh? whoa. And uh, he doesn't have that wife anymore. <laughs> right. So, I so... mean, that's... So, that, that, I guess the lesson here, to me anyway, is uh, you really shouldn't let family uh, interfere if they don't know what they're doing. No. I mean, you don't want to let your best friend manage your money, probably. You don't want to let your brother-in-law, you know, or other family members, you know, give you advice. And that's, that's, sadly, I see that quite a bit, is that, well, why did you decide to do that? Oh, because I talked to so-and-so at work and the other person at work, and this is what they're all doing. And, you know, that's not a good financial strategy is to, to do what everybody else is doing because their situation is not the same as yours. Right. Everybody's situation is different and you have to take that into account when you make your own decisions like filing for social security. You know, you don't 
do what everybody else is doing because maybe they're not even married or maybe their spouse is sick, you know, or maybe they have other assets uh, or maybe they just don't know what they're doing. And you have to look at your situation to figure out what's the best strategy here to maximize my Social Security benefits. Sure. Well, so every situation is different. Yeah, don't every, you know, don't give your money to somebody that doesn't necessarily know what they're doing, and and always pay attention to your money. You know, even if you're working with, you know, a well-known, well-respected, trusted financial advisor, still take the time to understand what they're doing with your money, why they're doing it, and make sure you understand the plan. If you don't understand the plan then it's probably not a good plan for you because you should understand what your money is invested in, why it's invested there, and what the purpose of that investment is. Sure. Well, and, and again, as we, as we start to look at this, um, look for an independent fiduciary advisor, right? I mean, to me, that, that just makes sense with a lot of yeah, experience, so and that's you. Someone is going to be looking out and sitting on the same side of the table as what you are. Of course. Yes, correct. Yeah. All right, so uh, don't let family <laughs> take over your money. Uh, here's another one. This, uh, this is a sad, sad tale. It's, we're talking James Gandolfini from The Sopranos. We all recognize the song from the HBO show. Uh, he died at 51, very young. He was, uh, I think, overseas. He was in Italy, I think, or France, perhaps. Uh, but the takeaway here is that uh, his estate, $70 million, and um, he didn't, it was divided among his spouse, his sister's, um, but again, only 20% went to his wife. Break that down for me, Mark. What does that mean? What is he talking about here? Well, he left 20% of his estate to his wife and, and 80% to other people. Oh, okay. And and ended up paying um, probably tens of millions of dollars in federal estate taxes. Could have given it all to his wife and paid no estate taxes at all because... She had an unlimited marital deduction, but yeah, there was there was, you know, bad planning here because the government got half of the estate basically. Sure. Well, and again, this is where it, it it does pay to work with an advisor who understands how to set these things up to make sure that you know that you're not going to get killed in taxes, and uh, we're going to be able to make sure that things go to where we want them to go. Yeah, you've got to you've got to look for a true financial coach who's going to listen to your goals and what they are and what is your legacy plan and how can that plan be implemented that takes into account all potential tax situations. Yep. And so the um, with James Gandolfini, uh, again, with only 20% going to his wife, I mean, that becomes a beneficiary thing too, making sure that those beneficiaries are up to date because there's, uh, there's another thing that can happen. Yeah, you want to review those. I mean, you want to review them, you know, frequently. For sure, everybody should look. If you haven't looked at your beneficiaries in a decade, it's time to look at them right. and make sure that they are written and and they are there on everything. And not just a primary beneficiary, but make sure you have contingent beneficiaries. So if that primary beneficiary uh, isn't alive anymore, let's say, for instance, all all you've done is just named each other as primary beneficiaries, husband and wife, and no contingents, what happens if both of you die? Where does the money go? So you've got to make sure you've got those contingent beneficiaries listed on those financial documents, too. 
and make sure they're up to date, as you just said. And, and I mean, because those are the things that, and that, so if something were to happen and you didn't have the right beneficiary, your hands are tied, Mark. There's nothing you can do. No, it goes to that beneficiary, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Really good to make sure that that's all in order, folks. And um, so, all right, this will be a fun one. Uh, Wesley Snipes um, from uh, White Man Can't Jump and uh, The Blade. So it's, <laughs> this is just funny. Oh, my God. Look at this. It's $1,000. Oh, wait a minute. That could be more. Just hold on a second. What do we have here? 12, 13, 14, 15, honey. Is that your rent money? <laughs> so. Again, um, but he might have lost a thousand bucks, but he's supposedly lost a million or millions of dollars in a Ponzi scheme. Who was in? The, who was that? Who was what? The Ponzi scheme? Yeah. So he was had a celebrity money manager, Kenneth Starr. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Kenneth Starr. Yeah. Right. And he yeah. promised he'd save him cash, but uh, Snipes was fined $5 million for willfully failing to file millions of dollars in taxes. He served three years in prison, for goodness sake. Yeah, because his, his his money manager, Kenneth Starr, just didn't do what he was supposed to do. And you know, that was a crazy story. It was, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's but, but the lesson we can learn is tax planning, partnering with an advisor who didn't have the best interests of Snipes in mind was not a good idea mm -hmm. and um you know a, a better outcome would have been looking again for that person who was a trusted advisor who was someone and paying attention to the details um, not just ignoring the details but having an understanding of what is going on sure and and you know the um we talk about the three years in prison for for avoiding taxes and so but snipes was thinking that this ken Starr was going to take over because yeah you don't want to go shopping for an accountant but i mean instead the guy just took advantage of him and and that was that right yeah huh there's, there's lots of examples in hollywood oh let's look well, at another one let's, huh? let's look at another one how about this how about uh, gary coleman remember from different strokes you're gonna love this one i can't afford a taxi get a job <laughs> That's the whole idea in the first place. Willis needs a job. You get the picture? I'm unemployed. Then why don't you collect unemployment insurance? <laughs> Arnold, to collect unemployment, you gotta not be working at what you're working at before you stop working. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Uh, again, 80s sitcom classic, but uh, the, the backstory on this and really the story after the show is, uh, you know, Gary Coleman had just kind of a rough time. He ended up taking his parents and his manager to, to court to, to sue them for, for, the, for his money. Yeah, and then he declared bankruptcy within a year after um, he had gotten, you know, over a million dollars from them. In a year? And yeah. Wow. And then and then later he got divorced but never amended his handwritten will and upon his sudden passing in 2010 his ex was entitled to all of his assets. Just what we were talking about. Right, because he never changed anything. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, your will if it's written out to leave everything to, you know, XYZ, that's where it's going to go other than of course if you had beneficiaries. Uh, beneficiaries trump the will so you could leave everything to you know an individual in your will but all your beneficiaries name somebody else the will only would control whatever there is not already listed as a beneficiary sure and so, so it's important to 
you know, follow through on what we talked about. It's important to update your will um, so that, you know, if your wishes change, you, you change your will and and then destroy the old one. You know, don't keep multiple wills laying around. You know, get right. rid of the old wills uh, and, you know, make sure there's there's a couple copies of the will that you have. Keep it in a safe deposit box. Um, give it to your executor, um, you know, but make sure that the other ones disappear so that there's no conflicts. Sure. Well, and again, I'll tell you, I just dealt with this in my own family. There was a, there was a will that was made, and then there was a subsequent will that replaced the other one, but nobody knew that until after uh, they had passed. And then they found the new will, And they right? found the new will, and everything changed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the new will has to make sure that it that it you know says you know I exactly you know, supersedes the other or yep, whatever exactly. the word is yeah yep oh man okay well again so those are the these are things they're they're they seem little things sometimes uh, Mark but but they are big things and they can have major consequences right yeah. Um, this one too, Kevin Bacon. Um, <laughs> we know Kevin Bacon. The seven, what is it? Seven, seven. What is that? Seven steps from Kev, Kevin Bacon or something? Yeah. Well, the foot, foot loose. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. Right. Uh, so, but Kevin Bacon and his wife Kira Sedgwick, they got into it in a big way and got taken advantage of. So Bernie Madoff, I mean, he got like um, uh, thirty million bucks just from Kevin Bacon, and and uh, he admits, uh, yeah. But he learned a lesson. Yeah. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Doesn't matter who you yep. are. Um, unfortunately, I, I've known some people that have been victims of scams, Ponzi scams, um, you know, phone scams, um, gift card scams, mm -hmm. Bitcoin scams. Those are all the scams, you know, that are going on now. Um, and they're getting more complicated. But again, it's it's... You know, know who you're talking to, you know, to be cognizant of someone that is trying to take advantage of you. Um, you know, don't click on links that you don't recognize. And, you know, if you have any concerns or doubts about anything, call up the individual, call up the company, or just be patient. You know, just wait. In the world of finance, there's nothing that is urgent. There's nothing that has to be done now. Maybe in a day or two, but not today. So if somebody calls you up and says, hey, you need to do this right now. You need to, you know, wire this money here, you know, because your your information is compromised and, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z immediately. You know, that's a huge red, sign, red flag right mm -hmm. there. Um, and, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, you know, like your grandma says or your mom and dad told you, uh, it probably is. It is indeed. And, uh, you know, well, Bernie Madoff, uh, of course, uh, then uh, sentenced to 150 years in prison. He died before that ended. So uh, I guess uh, he's just gone. <laughs> yeah. The um, So MC Hammer, here's another one. And this was a story that kind of made some headlines and went away and came back and and uh but we all know who hammer met mc hammer is hammer time hammer time exactly we remember that um yep. 20 luxury cars 21 racehorses a private jet helicopter 30 million in home renovations including gold toilets and gold-plated front gates with the words hammer time to greet guests 
Uh, he employed 200 people, cost him between 500 and a million dollars a month. Well, uh, it doesn't take too long. I don't care how much money you got before it's gone. Yeah, he went. He yeah, within five years of amassing his fortune, he filed for bankruptcy. So he went from being on the top of the world to living, you know, on the left leg of his legendary hammer pants. Right? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> the, so, uh... what lessons can we learn from you know hammer time? Uh, well, you have to set a budget. You know, overspending, not preparing for the future. Not having a financial planner or a team of planners to help him manage his finances to tell him he's, you know, he's crazy, you know, that you can't do this. You are going to spend all of your money away, um, you know, and and you just can't do those types of things without planning. Again, budget, you know, don't overspend your money. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that I've seen is the failure to plan for the future. And it's a hard one to do, really. Um, I've seen, you know, two sides of this coin. I've seen um, most people fall in the middle. Okay. But the, the extremes are um, just irrational thinking that, hey, um, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to run out of money someday, but I don't care, you know, because I'm not going to live that long anyway because my folks didn't live that long or, or whatever, you know, I've mm -hmm. got it. I've got an illness, um, that, you know, probably is going to shorten my life, but you know, they might come up with treatments, but you know, they probably won't blah, blah, blah. You've probably talked to people like that or, or have heard people like that in the discussion. And, um, the problem is, is that they end up running out of money. And then they, they, they just don't realize what it's like. And so you have to, what I always tell them is, you know, being old is not fun. Being old and broke is miserable. And picture yourself today, what would you be doing if you had all this money that you've been spending, it's all gone. You know, then what are you going to do? Um, and you have to think about that. Well, yeah, they, you know, picture that. It's hard to do. You know, yeah. It's hard to to realize, and you don't want to think about it. That's what people say. Well, I don't want to think about it. Well, you know, you have to think about it. On the other extreme, so that's the one extreme. On the other extreme, there's the people that have accumulated a lot of wealth, and they have so much money that they're never going to be able to spend it all. And they have a difficult time spending money because they've been so focused on saving that they can't flip that mental switch to spending the money and enjoying what they have accumulated. And that's also a very hard thing to do is spend the money that you've accumulated. And that's why working with a good advisor can help with both of those two extremes. You know, the, the person that may run out of money because of their spending habits um, or or their thought process, and the person that has so much money they can't spend it because they don't know how to um, spend that money either. Right. 712-224-4651 is the phone number, or you can just visit the website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com, uh, to uh, to learn more. And, Mark, uh, so you're staying pretty busy. I know summertime's can kind of slow down. It doesn't seem like that's happening for you. 
No, we're busy year round. I mean, the only way we're not busy is if we just don't work. You <laughs> okay. Know? But there's always things to do. Um, there's always people that need advice and need help. And, you know, the markets never close. Right. You know? um, finances don't stop. And, you know, so, yeah, we're, we're always busy. We're not like an accounting firm that, hey, taxes are done. You know, we don't start doing anything until you know, September, October for the late filers. No, we work all summer. Sure. Um, we do have fun, though. We do take time off and have fun. That's so. always good. Yeah. You got yeah. any events coming up? I mean, I know that uh, you have, uh, I mean, with COVID, you, I know because you had a golf tournament that you did. I know that there were a we number of We have our annual barbecue. We're doing a, a hog roast Ooh, uh, luau, th luau theme uh, coming up next week. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a couple couple two, three hundred people that'll be there and we'll have a good time, a band and um So is yeah. this like a is this like an appreciation thing? Yeah, it's a it's a customer appreciation event. Nice. Yeah. All right. And you got the whole hog. That's oh that that sounds so good. Yeah. So we did that same thing last year and we liked it so well and it was so well received. We thought, you know what, we're just gonna repeat the same thing that we did last year. Um and have the same food and um, the same band and same location even. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. All right. Sounds like a good idea, folks. If you want to learn some more, visit the website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. And if you are already a client, well, then you already have your invitation, don't you? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you figure a couple hundred, maybe 300 people, huh? Yeah, two to 300 probably. That's fantastic. So the market's been um, a little weirdish. Of course, that's not anything unusual but uh, what are what are your thoughts how are you feeling uh, here as we sort of wind the summer down get into uh the the last quarter well it's it's not uncommon i mean it's seasonality it's low trading volume right now you have you know august and september are usually reset months september is the worst month of the year for the stock market from just an historical perspective that doesn't mean it's going to go down uh, in September, but historically, uh, August and September, you usually do get what we see right now in the market with, you know, a five, you know, three, five percent, 10 percent pullbacks in the market during this time of year are not uh, uncommon. Mm -hmm. um, volatility is usually higher because, again, there's lower trading volume. And so volatility typically uh, picks up. You see bigger swings this time of year. And that's what we've seen right now is not uh, uncommon. Right. So we're just seeing if, you know, we are um, going to have some ebbing of inflation, which it appears that we are. Um, you know, different places in the world have various different levels of inflation, which is kind of interesting. Some have a lot higher than us. Some actually have deflation. So it's it's just kind of sorting itself out so so just, if you're taking a long-term view then really don't have to worry about what's going on in the market today you know if the purpose if your money's defined you should be fine and again that's the that time segmented distribution plan that you implement for folks that really make sure that you're protected you've got money today you've got money tomorrow you got money 20 years from now yes yep being purposeful with where your money is invested helps during periods of uncertainty. So, because one thing is certain is uncertainty, right? Exactly. Well, so. I, mean, that's, that's, I learned that from you, the certainty of uncertainty. That is yep. retirement. 
Yes, that is true. Well, thank you for tuning in um, wherever you may be. And again, we will have more episodes and more uh, wisdom. Um, Today was, you know, what not to do. Uh, Don't do what the Hollywood people do with their money, or at least some of them. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You got spunk. I hate spunk. I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost, with no obligation. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651. 712-224-4651 or log on to EFS4U.com. EFS, the number 4U.com.